When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. It's May 1785. I wasn't around then. What a beautiful day! The sun is shining brightly, the flowers are blooming, the birds are singing, and the air is fresh. Happy people pass by your home. They greet you and suggest going fishing. You agree and go fetch your fishing rod. You walk through a lush forest and across a wide clearing. Then you climb a hill. From here, you can see a picture that looks like paradise. You stare at the boundless waters of the Pacific Ocean. And on the other side, you can see the remote coast of Japan. After enjoying the beautiful view, You go down a narrow path to the shore. You untie your boat from the dock and look up at the sky. There are no clouds, no sensation of wind. The water in the ocean is crystal clear and calm. The fishing is going to be great. But as you're pushing the boat away from the shore, you suddenly detect a strange total silence. It's like the whole world has frozen, waiting for something. It's broken by the loud cries of birds. You look up at the sky again and see thousands of them taking to the air and flying away from the island. You exchange worried glances with your friends and then hear a very loud sound. It doesn't come from above or from the sea or from the island itself. It comes from below. Immediately afterwards, you feel a jolt. Small stones tremble. The next jolt knocks you off your feet. A deafening roar comes from underground. The sky turns gray, not because of any clouds, but because of ash. The volcano has awakened. That day in 1785 saw the most recent volcanic eruption in the small town of Algoshima. The place was built on an active volcano in the ocean close to Japan. Now, in 2020, people still live there. The island looks like a paradise. You can get there by helicopter and ferry, and it attracts lots of tourists. No one knows for sure, but it seems that the first settlements appeared on the volcanic island in the early 17th century. The soil above the volcano is rich in useful nutrients, making it a great place for farming as well as fishing. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Thanks to the volcano, there are also hot springs. People cook their food on special ventilated grates that let out hot steam. The island isn't very big, but its residents prefer to travel around by car because of the strong wind and rain. But the volcano is still active, 
and no one knows exactly when it will awaken again. Weather services track seismic activity, and plans exist to evacuate the town in case of trouble. Now we find ourselves not far away, on the big Japanese island of Shikoku. It's time to explore the small village of Nagoro. As you approach the place, it all looks pretty ordinary. Small houses, shops, a library, people sitting on benches. But you get the feeling that something's not quite right here. You decide to go to a shop to buy some food. You get out of the car and see figures of people in the distance. You wave and say hello to them, but they don't respond. They just stand there and stare at you without even moving. Creeped out, you want to get out of this place as quickly as possible. You go into the store and see large human dolls staring at you from behind the counter. They have white fabric instead of skin and black buttons in place of eyes. Almost all the people in this village are dolls. Ordinary people also live here, but there are nowhere near as many. It all started when a local woman returned to the village one day and realized there were very few residents left there. Once, about 300 people lived in Nagoro. Now there are only about 40. To increase the size of the population, she decided to create new people using threads and a needle. Every year, the number of dolls keeps growing. They sit at school desks, on the porches of houses, and in the local library, and can be seen fishing on the bridges. I'd sure like to see the reaction of anyone who visits, having never heard about this place. We're leaving Japan now and going to Europe, to Austria, the village of Hallstatt. This place looks like a fairy tale. Cozy streets, beautiful architecture, small houses with perfect little roofs, and an enchanting white tower. There are beautiful souvenirs, cute cafes, and happy people. But we can't stay here for long, we've got other places to visit. We leave Austria and go to China. Here, we take a car and drive to a special little town. This place looks like a fairy tale. Cozy streets, beautiful architecture, small houses with perfect little roofs, and an enchanting white tower. There are beautiful souvenirs, cute cafes, and happy people. If you ever visit Hallstatt, you'll remember it forever. Wait a minute, what's going on? Why are we back in Austria? We were definitely in China a minute ago. But this isn't a mistake. You've just visited two identical cities built in two different countries. In China, Austrian Hallstatt was copied house for house and built to look exactly the same. But you should visit both towns to feel the real difference. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Our next stop is the U.S. and the small town of Centralia, Pennsylvania. This place looks lifeless. Bare trees, no vegetation, no animals, no people. All the buildings and houses are empty. But unlike other abandoned cities around the world, there's something special about this one. Almost all the roads here are broken and strewn with gravel, and thick smoke bellows out from under it. This town has been burning for more than 50 years. 
Centralia was once a mining town. There were shops and cafes, and people were happy to live there. The mines produced coal. One of them was abandoned, and the residents began using it as a garbage dump. In 1962, the city council decided to get rid of the garbage by burning it. But the plan failed. As soon as the garbage caught fire, the flames spread throughout the old mine. Work stopped at all the other mines because of the high carbon dioxide levels. The locals couldn't stop the fire, and soon it spread underneath the whole city. Roads began to heat up, the soil was no longer fertile, and the streets slowly filled with smoke. The authorities decided to evacuate all residents from the city. Centralia became empty by 1992. Let's fly north to the city of Whittier, Alaska. The only entrance and exit to this place is through a long tunnel. As soon as you pass through it, you find yourself in a very small town. It's very cold here, with strong winds and a lot of snow. No wonder there's no one on the streets. All the buildings seem empty, except for one, a huge 14-story apartment block. We go inside and welcome to Whittier. Yes, almost all the residents here, about 220 people, live in one building. It has shops, a police station, a library, and a cafe. Plenty of people probably dream of something like this. You wake up, go down a few floors, and you're already at your office. Now, we're in Scottsboro, Alabama. This place seems quite normal. The usual shops, houses, cafes, hotels, and clean streets, and a lot of tourists. But what attracts them to this place? Even if you don't know anything about the town, you'll notice that many people are all heading in one direction. We go after them and find ourselves in a huge supermarket. There are clothes, bags, toys, souvenirs, jewelry, household appliances, gadgets, and phones. There are more than a million items for sale here, and all of them are much cheaper than in other places. This is because we're at a store that sells lost luggage from around the world. The city of Scottsboro is sometimes called the unclaimed baggage center. Airlines do everything they can to return your luggage. But if 90 days pass and the owner isn't found, the luggage becomes the airline's property. Scottsboro is the largest buyer of unclaimed luggage in the world. In 1970, an entrepreneur found some forgotten luggage at a bus stop and decided to sell it. He later had the idea of opening a store for lost items. The idea evolved, and it turned Scottsboro into a place where you can find pretty much anything ever lost at an airport.